personally. The green mic is, is my shit. I love a green mic. We're live with uh, Ken. What are you doing? What are you? What is he doing? He's doing all kind of crazy shit. Is the camera on? First off, before I start the show, before I start the show, I need you. I need. What are you doing, Jason? What are you doing? Okay. No <laughs> one knows what he's doing. I don't even know where the camera's pointing. What are you looking at? Wow, the yerba mate is really the yerba mate. That, that shit's really kicking in right now. Yeah. Okay. It takes a couple minutes. No, I know it's, it's, it has a time release, huh? Yeah. I was like, this ain't shit. Now I'm like, well, it's also not just caffeine, right? So you're getting like you're getting like three types of things that wake you up. Caffeine's just one of them. So people are like, oh, I'll have a yerba. Yeah. I think it's gonna be like coffee kind yeah. of like energy, but you yeah. get a different boost. Different. Yeah. 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 I'm riding a different fucking dragon right now. Different kind of caffeine dragon. You know what I'm saying? Kenneth beat Worthington. The esteemed. We're here. The only man taller than me on the show besides Jason. I can I mean, sit down. No, no, no. This is great. Okay. I love this. I never look up at people. Okay, good. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Uh, I feel like and, this is good, like news team vibes. Yeah, right. You know, we're at the scene live on Channel Six. Yeah, Sucking yeah, yeah. Dicks. We're here to give you the news. No, 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 no. Sorry, wrong, wrong news show. Um, it's the Yerba, man. The Yerba's really talking to bro. me, bro. Bro, thank you for having us in the stew. Anytime. Um, I love a stew. I love a music stew. I love a beef stew, and I love a painting stew. I love all stew. You guys have done mostly artists so far, right? We've done mostly artists. Okay. Yeah. New but, vibe. But it's also like I've spent a lot of my life in studios, and I've spent a lot of my life in in artistic studios, design, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So there's a lot of... Um, sometimes you can just you can make the street your studio, you know? You can make the world your studio. Some, sometimes, sometimes the street is your studio, <laughs> and your art is a... I don't know where it's going. I can't. Well, I can put it together. It's the Yerba. It's the Yerba. Keep it's going. Yerba. Keep hold going. On, hold on. Keep going. Sometimes, sometimes. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yo, yo. Check it out. Check it out. Yo. Sometimes, the street is a canvas. Whoa. And your paintbrush is a can. Whoa. And the art is graffiti, Fifth Element. Everybody puts their pants on the same way when they wake up in the morning. Right. The difference is what you do when you've got those pants on. Exactly. I like to make hit records. What do you guys like to do? Woo! Welcome to the studio. Welcome Bars. To the studio. Welcome, welcome. Bars. The Yerba bars. Okay. <laughs> Um, so hip hop, you know, Jesus, there's five, there's five elements. There's five elements. Being and a white the, guy from Connecticut is not one of them. It's not one. It is now. It is now. <laughs> it's the secret element. Let me ask, can I say something as a white guy in hip hop? I was listening to a, um, I was listening to a song in the gym and yellow wolf ended up on the track somehow. Yellow wolf. Yeah. Yellow wolf came on and yellow wolf has yellow wolf was attacking other white like white rappers only attack white rappers right yeah. they only want to beef with white dudes yes and i always I wonder this is, this is categorically true right they never go at anyone's throat who isn't white and i'm wondering what that is because like why i mean no one really goes at white rappers though either if you think about it like someone must have fucking someone i don't really i don't know i see mgk gets a lot of daps when he shows up to the bet awards you know right. what i mean i don't think like right. i don't see right. it i think people kind of just like you kind of beef with people in your lane. You know what I mean? It's like whenever whenever Eminem says something about like Jack Harlow or MGK, it's like it stings a little more. If he says something about like a young kid, they're going to be like, oh, that's not fair. You know what I mean? But it's right. like when someone you know looks up to him yeah. or you know is aware of each other. Because think about it. If you're like – if you're Jack – and you're generally cool, and you have cool friends. You know what I mean. Your music is listened to for the most part by like girls and cool people. Yeah, you know that like just because he's a white rapper, people are bringing up MGK to him all the time, and that might not be like his type of guy. You know what I mean? It's right. like they might not get along at all, or be the same like guys who'd hang out with the same people, go to the same party, or rap on the same beats. But I think it's like 
you're hearing each other's name so much. Like me and Murder Beats heard each other's name so much just because we're two white kids who've produced a lot of rap. Right. And like now we have Quavo's intro on Rocket Power coming out A4 together, hey. uh, co-produced. Okay. But we literally started as just like friends and there were so many jokes about like, oh, you guys look like you just got out of hockey practice when you leave right. the studio. Like da 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 Yeah. Because we were just the two white kids. But I think it's because it's, it's I don't know, it stings a little more when it's somebody that people are like, oh, he didn't. It doesn't. It doesn't feel the same whenever they mention like some other random person, unless there's a reason. I don't it seems know. like an like an invisible line that white on white crime and rap is just like it's just hilarity for the most part. It's like I don't know. It never really leads anywhere. You know what I mean? Eminem no, must like, have beef with somebody that he, wasn't white. He must have. I don't know. Maybe like Obi Trice for giving him a bad deal or so. Who knows? I don't want to. I don't want to get under the M you know, fans. And, and you don't want to listen. You don't want to incite any of that. Any of that Blanco and Blanco violence. That, that fucking frosting on frosting. No, you don't no, want yeah, that. Yeah, you could. I could. I could lose my spot at Glastonbury. I'll be at uh, the what's the gathering of the Juggalos next year. You know what I mean? You could talk yourself right into the wrong. <laughs> Juggalos. Circle. I don't know. Some. Of, I feel like some of the Juggalo people get like. I feel like I'm surprised at the people that show up at the Juggalo, like legit people. I'm like, there must be a bag at the Juggalo concert, Bro, you right? Enough, you pay for someone's agent enough money. You're showing up for that. You're showing up. I heard that the other day that, you know that rapper Babytron? He's like a younger kid. He's popping mm-hmm. off. Yeah. His dad toured with Insane Clown Posse. So he low-key is like known Insane Clown Posse since he was like seven years old. <laughs> Little known fact. Hip-hop facts here. Right. Live. Right. right. I mean, that's a good one. I mean, uh, you know, the the ICP... I remember when uh, someone made that that ICP uh, documentary. It was like a forty minute thing. Well, not watching that? that. I'm not watching that. Yo, yeah. it was. I think this came out. I want to. And I'm probably fucking up the dates, but I think it was like ten years ago. Does it show the gathering? Yes, it oh, is wow. fucking. It was. No one had really seen. What, no one. We we all knew what a juggler was and ICP or whatever, but no yeah. one knew what the gathering was. And it's like the logo is like it's like a running man with a hatchet. Yes. Sketchy. Yes, but now you know that that. I mean, as we speak right now, there's there's like a 24 year old girl wearing that ironically and being cute with like True. the Juggalo gear with that little shitty logo. Yeah, and there's also people with like base nectar tattoos from 10 years ago. You know right. what I mean? Like right. Limp Biscuit, similarly a sketchy logo. It's like, isn't it like a dude like so sketchy? It's like, it almost looks like and one logo kind of. It's very and one Terry. Yeah. That that graphic designer got a lot of light. I think he did all of that shit. He did the and one dude. <laughs> he did the Juggalo. He did Limp Biscuit. He was on fire <laughs> that year. But yeah, the 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 gathering of the Juggalos documentary is like. It's basically what I've never been to a dead show, but it's like it's like if Grateful Dead was on meth, yeah, and smellier than they are. If the dead the dead show heads were like just just sub basement disgusting, like it's like Grateful Dead meets like fucking Alien Ant Farm. I don't know what the fuck. But it instead is. of like instead of like people doing like the like the wavy chill dance, it's kind of like a like a free mosh vibe. Right, you know and they're I mean? also still, like still freedom though. It's like there's like tents for sex. There's like a sex tent. There's whoa, like yeah, at the gathering. Like, yeah, it's not in 2023. Not if still, Live Nations behind it. You no, know what I mean? Anymore. Not, not no, anymore. Not it's anymore. like Woodstock '99 vibes. It's a. Ter- it's. I'm gonna find that video and send it to you. It is captivating and, and terrifying. Send it. I'm not gonna watch it, but send. Not it. gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it. Not gonna <laughs> yeah, watch. it. I'll know if you watch it. I'll put. I'll put a little widget on it. I'll know. I'll know how many times you watch it too. A widget. Yeah, I'll put a widget on it. Um. So look, we're in we're in the we're in the the studio uh, of the esteemed Kenneth Kenneth Beat Minerton, uh, and, and you know, and he's he's. I think the name speaks for for itself. If you don't know who Candy Beats is, and do some research, look at what he's doing. How did how did it go with uh, with Louis? How how was that received? Man, um, better than I even thought possible. Right. right. Yeah, I I feel blessed. I, I just it went really well. I started having a lot of people come up to me and say stuff that meant. 
even more to me than how much it sold and it sold better than I thought it would mm-hmm. and all the typical stats happened but people came up to me and told me about their fucked up parent yep or their fucked up sibling yep or someone that they love but they really have a hard time dealing with yes you know what I mean yes it's shit you and I've talked a complicated about. relationship yeah and yes. it's like people started coming to me and telling me about their complicated relationship and saying yeah. hey I called them yeah or hey when I was listening to this it made me think about something I apologized yes or, Tiffany Calver, who's on the BBC, who like runs like the hot rap show in the UK. Yeah. She's like, I'm having my dad on the show for the first time. We've had it so like so people coming up and saying stuff like that to me was unreal. My dad and I went and did uh Zane Lowe's show. He gave us an hour of oh, his wow. show. Oh, wow. 10 million people listening. Yeah, yeah. My dad Crazy. got to my dad always made these fake tapes to do a radio show. Yeah. And he got to do a radio show for 10 million people, you know? And he's dealing with a lot of cancer. You know, he's going through yeah. a bunch of shit right now. So like it was a, one of his best years and through all the cancer and everything he's dealing with and everything we've dealt with, with addiction and all the stuff, just like growing up that we had, uh, it was one of his, our best years together on top of just like the record doing well, you know? So more than I could have asked for. for it's sure. an interesting concept because I will say, first off, Jason, don't shoot my feet. <laughs> I'm wearing terrible shoes. I'm, 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 I want to be shot from the waist up. Or the they're not up. that bad. Well, they're just not. They're not. They're not. They're just not ready for TV. He's just. I'm just a sidebar here, Jason. Part of your job, you might not know this, is to make me look cute. He and knows. Don't shoot me. No, he likes to shoot me at these unflattering. He shot me. He gave me a clip of the show I just did, and it's like it looks like I have this gigantic pot belly, and you're getting in the way of my glow up. He doesn't have a pot belly. I don't. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, you don't. And 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 you know I've had one. This you know, and it somehow disappeared. I don't know what happened. I'm not giving an opinion on pot bellies. I'm just at this no, current moment. Nothing wrong with a pot belly. Okay. okay. No, there's nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with a pot belly. I'm just saying. Agreed. I like. I don't. I feel like Jason is 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 trying to slow down my glow and i've had a, i've had a glow up recently it just happened it's always the ones closest to you it's it always is. the person you'd be like they ne-, and then it's very it's very subversive out. it's subversive it's 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 passive aggressive he's got an nwo t-shirt on right now which makes me think he kind of likes like these like long slow villain kind of plot lines you That's know what him. i mean he's, they he's, unfold yeah, yeah he's fucking kaiser soze all of a sudden one of the hardy brothers isn't your friend you know what i mean he flips off the back of off the ropes you know hey everyone it's producer jason here from my apartment in baldwin hills crenshaw and I, i'm here because we need to talk we need to have a personal discussion real quick and we need to do the math on your life and especially what you cook, how you cook, and the time you're spending to do these things. We've got to be honest. Um, life is busy, and time is money, and time is also your sanity. And we don't always have the time to cook our own meals. Let's just be real. We're like, you want to, but you just can't sometimes. And that's where Factor comes in. Factor sends you never frozen pre-prepared meals of a gourmet quality that you would not believe for a price that won't break your wallet. It's insane. And it's made my life like objectively better since using it. Because once again, you got to do the math. Time is money and time is your sanity. The only point in life is to be happy. And if cooking is not making you happy or is just taking too long to the point where there's other stuff you have to do and it's not making you happy. Maybe the time to f- switch to Factor was six months ago, a year ago, 
they have a ridiculous number of options. It completely uh, is adaptable depending on what like your diet is. So, you know, if you're vegetarian, that's not a problem. My girlfriend is vegetarian. It's not a problem. I like meat. A lot of meat in there if I want it. The breakfast items are incredible. I mean, apple cinnamon pancakes is as good as it sounds. And uh, breakfast is honestly a time when you want to save even more time because you just want to get your day going. So having the option to add breakfast is key here. So once again, guys, do the math. Head to factormeals.com slash PTA50 and use code PTA50 to get 50% off. That's code PTA50 at factormeals.com slash PTA50 to get 50% off. Be honest with yourself, guys. Girls. Folks. Do the math. Switch to factor. Bro, you're Kaiser Soze, but I'm fucking Owen Meany. You know who that is? Whoa. No, before my time. Nope. Bro, prayer for Owen Meany. This book has been reverberating. I read this book a long time ago. Do you know who Mankind is? Yeah. Yeah, I know that. That's is. more my era. That's more, yeah. This is this is a this is a, is 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 a character from a book, and he's I'm not even gonna get into it, but it's been it's been spinning in my head. Long story short. The Yerba Mate is really doing its work on me. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm manic. I, you know, just I'm. We're like, in good AC. Are you sweating? No. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. That's, <laughs> you okay. see the that's, beat. That's, that's when, when you well, know that, it's really. That's hitting. when you know it's like you've had one too many. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you had it too fast. Like the way my life is right now, and because of like the events of my life, leading up to the recent event mm. with 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 Sponto, mm. um, uh, it, it's been I've been getting hit with just like wild curveballs all year yeah and it's made me my reaction to that is to kind of like go on the offense yeah and i and like instead of like curling up and like you know like deflecting i'm like i start trying to go faster and i become kind of manic i'm similar i'm serious you're similar similar and i feel like i sometimes hear myself talking to people and i'm like they definitely think that i'm fucking on six adderall (laughs) because the way i talk to people i'm like because and that's how like my phone is going like that and i'm like you know, shit's on fire, and I'm like, okay, now I got to move all these pieces around. I got to go here, got to go move. Does that happen to you in a normal year, or like once in a while, and you're I just have, noticing it more, or is it like a new thing? There, there is a level of manic. Like if I'm like, if I'm on a job, uh, like let's also, say, have you ever done Adderall? Yeah, of course. I've right. never done an Adderall, oh, but people have told me many times it's like you got you're given in like a you're on an Adderall vibe, yeah. but it's just passion, baby. You know what it's I mean? I can't passion. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know how to explain, it, but it's I've never passion. done one. Yeah, well, I mean, I've done know. cocaine. Those yeah, it's like Adderall's like the like the like the more like Adderall's like cocaine if cocaine went to college and like got a pedigree, you know, and like learned to just like be normal. Got it. That's what Adderall is. Okay. Cocaine is like it's a wild brother who like it was on tour <laughs> you for never like know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then meth is just we know what meth is. That's just going being a juggalo. Do we know let's continue. Okay. And, but yeah, but the the so, <laughs> the speed that I relate to also cuz like anytime I've been hit with like a major curveball, whether it's a personal thing, a business thing, a financial thing, I don't know something like something about like my broke young mindset of just like oh you need to dig yourself out of this hole you need to do something to change this yeah. not sitting here and reflecting and making a, a smart game plan is the better decision and honestly I don't know sometimes which is the better decision but it's yeah. like I relate to that so much because for me I get in a room like this whenever I have a problem and I'm like I'm gonna make something that's gonna take me out of it because music's been my job for so long I'm unrealistic with the world like music's always been my job. I worked some jobs as a kid, yeah. you know what I mean? And I did a couple things here and there, but like I've always dug myself out of it by working hard. I've always been, when there's a major thing or there's something I can't fix or whatever, I'm usually like putting time in here or putting time in here, blah, 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 is going to be the thing that fixes it, not stepping back 
and being patient it's never worked for me so i don't and, know and your worst day is like your worst longest night as a musician mm. is 1000 times better than like you know the shittiest day someone had working at like you know my worst day working at fucking eddie bauer definitely you know, but, or like whatever but i will say on the on the devil's advocate side of it i say to kids all the time who are like in their early 20s or younger and feel like they haven't done it yet or it's not happening or it's not moving fast enough i was that same way and that feeling of like Am I going to pop off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I going to get money doing something creative? Or am I going to have to go work a job? That's the scariest. I started doing shit that wasn't cool, though. Yeah. I would do things yeah, like yeah, I, would, yeah. I would make a song with somebody because I, I knew it was a check. Or I yeah. would like work on something that I knew would get me some bread and was and it was music. Yeah. But now when I'm like in a point in my career where it's like, same with you, you're around gallery owners. I'm around my idols and music and stuff. You kind of wish some of the checks you took as a kid... Would it have been better if I was working at Eddie Bauer for three years and I popped out for the first time with my best shit instead of like all of my like worst school pictures are on Spotify forever? You know what I mean? It's like things you did when you were young that you thought were tight if I, or felt like a good decision. It's not a good decision when you're older sometimes. There is a blind sense of, okay, there's there's this blind sense of like um, self-belief slash like... Uh, what is it when you when you think everything is expected to come to you? Like uh, it's like privilege or self belief. There's this blind thing that happens to people, and some of it is because people are stupid assholes. And some of them, destiny. Yeah, whatever it is. Like, like there's some people that have that feeling, or just like they think they're going to get everything they, they deserve, and they think they're going to get everything they want. Some people are like that because they're assholes. Some people are like that because they were raised well and they were told that you're a great person, you're going to do a great thing. So they navigate the world in a different way. I didn't have that, yeah. so I was always terrified that. Any decision I made was going to end me up like fucking homeless or something. So like when I was 16, I started like making music, right? And I remember, I remember like I was in a rap group, we're making songs, doing all this shit. And I remember like you know I was getting scared because I was like, what if this doesn't work? Like, I what am I going to do for money? Because it's such a long shot. Yeah, it's such a long shot, and you don't know if you're the guy out of like if you're that one fucking semen that's going to slip through and hit the fucking fallopian tube like you don't know because sure. there's a million of us and we're all like we want this thing and you, you have no perspective on yourself but think about the fear now when there was a million of us when it was for you or me when we were kids yeah and i'm in my 30s now you know what i mean yeah. it's like now there's a hundred thousand songs a day on spotify that right. get released right you know what i mean it's like 600 people a year on average get signed to major labels Whenever you hear like, oh, blah, blah, blah's cousin got signed or like, yeah. you know, my, my girl's like brother got signed. You're like, holy shit, you got signed. You're doing it. Yeah. 600 people got signed this year. How many yeah. people do you think are the focus at the label? Yeah, the people yeah. who are selling the top three. So you could even be signed on a label, have a big thing happen and it yeah. still not be enough to pay rent all the time. Yeah. Enough to move, enough yeah. to get out of your parents' house. So like I did, I did a beat for Kendrick at 19, Mac Miller, 20. Schoolboy Q, maybe the same, around the same year, but every seven months something would happen. Yeah. So like I'm going to school for music, and and my friends are like, "Oh, you you're doing it. You already like figured out how to get to this person or how to get a beat to the manager or whatever." But I was like knowing in my head that selling weeds the only income I have that's all the time. Yeah. Like when I go do a beat for somebody and I get paid fifteen hundred dollars once in a while, I don't even know if that manager is going to have the same phone number in three months. Like. Yeah. None of this is viable. So the thing that was viable was like DJing. Right. Like electronic music at the time was hot. So I was like, man, I can make that shit. You know what I mean? But what I wanted to do and what the art I wanted to make is what I'm making now. I right. was an adult because I have the means and the catalog and the team and yeah. the things. But like, man, if I had a normal job those years, 
I wouldn't have as many things on my resume that I'm like, well, I did. There's an, there's like a, a caveat with it, right? You know, it's like when someone plays their music for you or they show you a painting, and before they show it to you, they're like, you know, it's not finished, and like I had to do this, and like da da da. Yeah. If yeah, you yeah. love it, you don't say shit. Hundred percent. If you really are stoked on it, you don't say. There's I certain wish, things. I fucking wish I was pure of heart in all my <laughs> stuff, all my art, because I, there are entire companies I would erase that I've started. Like I was just like, <laughs> you're, you're, like there's like there's just things that I've done because I've been like worried, and like I've had people say to me, hey, same, like hey, listen. If you do this right now, you're gonna make ten million dollars. You were this is gonna be worth ten million dollars. Literally, I've had that conversation. I'm like, yeah. Okay, go ahead, put fucking, put fucking angel wings on that fucking shirt. I don't care. Yeah. And then they do it, and it and it doesn't work because it's the same thing when like this is an obscure reference, but like Razkaz tried to do a song with Dr. Dre, mm -hmm. it didn't work because there's a fucking that's a cat trying to bark. Razkaz is a fucking genius. He made amazing albums that I loved, but he's not supposed to be on a pop song with Dr. Dre. Yeah. It's just and like that doesn't mean. It is what it is. Like, but he, and, and but it, when you and you're a kid and you don't know enough about your industry or even your craft or whatever, but you have good ideas and you're around shit because you're hot or like you got a couple good moves, like that instinct that you're having of like, hey, this ain't really for me. Like they're saying this is 10 M's. Yeah. They're saying this is going to do it for me. But like Angel Wings on the shirt is whack to me. Like, <laughs> like making this song isn't tight to me. Yes. And then it doesn't pan out. You don't make the 10 M's. Everybody has one of those stories. And yeah. it's like. Whenever you really are like, man, I know what's tight to me, but I'm I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. No one's fucking with it. No one's fucking with it. Uh, and you have this long, slow rise. Like that's not the story kids want to hear. Perfect example of a fucking classic fuck up for me. Perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Okay. <laughs> ten, ten something years ago, uh, I'm shooting music videos. I'm on the phone with ASAP Rocky. He just broke, and he was dating a girl whose videos I was shooting. Okay. We won't say who it is, okay. but if you know your if you know your history, you do. I'm, I'm talking to him about a video. He's like, yo, I want you to do this video. I'm like, sick. He just came out. He's like, he did that one video with fucking... Purple swag? Like yeah. him on the couch with the girl? Yes, he did that one video. Was it pre-Peso? Yeah, no, I think it was... Pe Peso, that's with Venus. Peso, yeah. 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 He did that video. There's another video, and he's like, I want you to direct this thing. He goes, but I might need you to co-direct it. And at the time, I'm like, no, nah, this sounds fishy. And there was another guy... And he's named, like wearing SS, SS, uh, Russ's brand. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing... He's like, yeah. comb, comb the fuck down. It's so like... I mean, and at the time, you know, it's I love I love the trajectory. Yeah, so, but there's so, a lot of you guys on the West Coast shit and a lot of like New York, like with, with Chase Infinite and Prohibit and this and yeah. that. Well, he was, in those early videos, it's like, and he was the first guy to would have made sense. You would have done a video, right? And he was the first. I mean, obviously, you, you know, if you, you, he was the first guy to take a southern sound in the middle of New York, and at the time, yeah. it was before everything cross pollinated, so it was kind of like it was kind of revolutionary. Like, what is this guy doing? He's in the middle of fucking Harlem talking about like you know, purple drink and shit. So, um, so anyway, so he, he's hitting me to do this video, and at the same time, Jeff Basker, you know who that is you're you're an inside guy, my mentor. Okay, so your mentor. I mean, okay, I, I, I I know Jeff a little bit, but I'm a huge, huge fan. Okay. Like, he's a legend. Jeff Basker is doing a, a personal album. He's doing his own album. Yeah. And he taps me. And he's like, he's like, and I'm like, dude, that's the guy who did the fucking the Kanye piano thing Bro. for the for the, you know, Bro, he's not he's, on, to the he's done a lot of a lot of Kanye shit. Right. So this guy, and he's like on some like gothic fucking like, you know, string bean shit. And I'm having these two videos and I'm like, I'm looking at him, like, dude, this one's got a budget. This Jeff Basker guy. Yeah. It's got a budget. He's comes from this other camp. There's this ASAP Rocky kid who's like, that video would have been wild. I would have to share a credit, but it would have been fun. Yeah. And I go, you know what? I'm going to do the Basker video. And I don't want to I don't want to co-direct with anybody. That was yeah, my yeah, yeah, my yeah. mindset at the time. I do the Jeff Basker video. It's this gigantic fucking thing. Of course it never comes out. Mm. Never fucking sees the light of day. <laughs> it's like a 3-day shoot with like a <laughs> Vietnam references and mod it's like out of control. Jesus. All right, Spielberg. <laughs>
Nineteen seventeen was the reference for yeah, the 19, Jeff Basker. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a three day uh, one shot. Just run. We ran from Cambodia it's to like Venice. Jeff Basker on the beach of Normandy, like crawling up, like Literally. singing the lyrics. Literally, I'm gonna find it. My Vimeo said it's so fucking sick. So, anyways, it got shelved, and I got nothing. So I didn't do the ASAP Rocky video, which would have been fucking probably great for and me. viral. It would have went viral. Just at the time or anything he did. Yeah, it would have changed the trajectory of that of that part of my career. Yeah. And I think about things that I did where I was like, I need a fucking check. And it's like, and because I had this, and that's a fear, fearful mindset. Now I have a good one of the okay. same same caliber. <laughs> yeah. Uh I was doing a, a record for this dude, Hoodrich Pablo Juan, who unfortunately is in jail right now for a Rico. Okay. And Pablo at the time. Everybody I knew from Atlanta was just talking about Pablo. Everyone was saying that like all of DC was rapping like this guy from Atlanta. There was all these just stories about his music and this and that. And I ended up meeting him somehow. And after Pablo and I met, we started working on songs. He just one day announced that we're doing an album. <laughs> and so he just told the world, like me and Kenny Beats are doing an album. But at yeah. the time for me, this was major. This yeah. was like I was transitioning into this part of my career I'm in now, I was getting away from DJing this and that. And I started doing all these songs with Pablo and he would bring people by the studio. And one of the people he brought by the studio was YSL Duke, who was on a Young Thug song. And I was just like, holy shit, like he's on a Thug album. Like I'm excited to be working with Pablo, but I know this guy already. I know his music. He's coming to the studio now. I was so excited to get Duke on a song. And there were these two other artists that came by that I had never really heard of, just little whispers about them. And one was Gunna. And at the same time, I was doing a record for uh, NBA Youngboy. Yeah. And they were trying to get an artist on I'd never heard of called Little Baby. Right. And I was kind of like, guys, do we need like a Gunniverse? Like, I'm not sure. Like, you guys already got it. The song's already done. Like, da 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 da. And they were like, he was at the studio and they were like, yeah. oh, he wants to get on this, whatever. And I was yeah. like, we got two verses, whatever. And he was like, all right, cool. And Gunna became the hottest rapper in the entire world over yeah. the next year. And with the Youngboy song, I was like, little baby like oh he just signed to the migos label or something like yeah i don't really know about him and then i heard his voice and he has that nasally voice i mean you're not used to little baby to hear him for the first time it's like definitely jarring and i was like this is on the young boy song like and i was super unsure about it, it ended up not coming on the record this and that and like the two biggest rappers in the entire world who next year like had a number one yeah album became yeah. the hottest rapper. i was like yeah i don't know guys like i think we kind of got a good thing going right <laughs> dude it's so stupid. well the thing about that too is that rappers right prerequisite for a rapper well maybe not so much anymore but in my day it was like you had to have the most insane level of arrogance and the thing is that level of arrogance was was outfitted to people who sucked and people who were geniuses and people who were like in between and also like you know some of those people will like burn out you know like i remember this guy i can't i shouldn't probably say but i remember this guy whose name was like a number and he was like some genius he's probably a, he's probably probably a producer and i remember this guy flared up all of a sudden he's like i'm like he's making all this noise and he just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Anyways, um, the fucking Yoruba's got me in a, in a chokehold right now. I'm completely. I'm fight already it, fight it. Fight I'm it. already manic, and this is just making <laughs> fight it. Fight I gotta it. fight. His name's the, a number. I, I didn't want to say. I don't want to. I don't want to talk. Don't bad say it. Don't say it. I won't say. I won't we'll say. We'll bleep it. Seventy. His name's Um. Right. So, anyways, yeah, that that attitude is extended to everybody who's coming up. So you really don't know because they might be a genius. They might not, but they're pretending to be a genius. Even if they're not, and sometimes they are. I think now a lot of rappers are a little more humble and quieter, like the younger kids, like yeah. the younger generation has like the younger generation of kids are like much more approachable and nice yeah. than like the, the older generation. Like they're just not as like fucking psychotic, you know, where it's For like, sure. but they're also more psychotic in a lot of ways. Right. You know what I mean? It's like kids are like, 
more depraved in a lot of ways who like grew up on an iPad and grew up with FOMO on social media and right. grew up with having to live for social media. Like I'm a, an age where I always talk about this with people who are like, cause I'm 32, anyone who's 28 to 36, like we were the last people who lived almost all of middle school and high school without social media. Yeah. So I got Facebook like in the middle of high school is when like high schoolers started getting it. Yeah. And Twitter started my senior year of high school. So you didn't know what party you weren't at, really. You know what I mean? You would hear things and you'd have FOMO and you miss out on this and that. But the first era of like people putting up an album of like who they're with, what they were doing, this and that all the time, and social media being like a reality for kids who make art, who make music, who play sports, likes and all this shit. It's like kids now in a way are like doing shit for the gram and doing shit for TikTok and this and that's like the prank shit you see and the stuff now that you see it's like yeah. <laughs> we're when you pant somebody in high school now like you're a sex offender you know what I mean but kids will go up to somebody and be like say some gang shit to somebody they don't know in a gang neighborhood and get a gun pulled on them oh, and yeah. be like it's for it's for likes bro it's a yeah. prank like it's on YouTube you're like what kid, the fuck and, are you doing and those are just like kids who have like probably like not bad upbringing thinking about a kid somewhere who doesn't have the same privilege the same this and that who grows up with just the internet for his reference point well they have they don't know any difference between it, they, there's no line between internet and reality that's why they're rolling up to some neighborhood and being like hey what's up blood and like you know and, and like getting fucking duffed out because bro. like and I, I and the thing about the thing about gangsters is like they're never going to change yeah. they're never going to be like oh we're sorry like no that's their job is to fuck shit up so but like why press you know this shit comes back to like being 23 and being like if i get a normal job even this this thing you ever, you ever see this thing with like dating now there's this whole conversation on twitter all the time and tiktok shit where it's like if this guy doesn't spend this much on the day and do these things and this and that then like He's not up to a standard that you should hold for yourself as a woman. It's, not, it's like, where is this happening? I get my bro, there's all, there's all this stuff about like just anti people being anti working a normal job and getting a normal job and that being like not good enough. Like these IG days. model shit, like where they're just like, you didn't kind of thing. Like you didn't pay for my whole, kind of, all my friends. Dinner. I just see like stupid memes all the time on this topic. And it's just funny to me that like, I look back and points in my career when, yeah, I'm doing music. Yeah, like if I'm succeeding in my friend's eyes, they're seeing my name next to like a big rapper or something happening for me. But like low key, a lot of those things that I was doing, I was doing it because of, oh, this will look really good on social media or this will get me this opportunity, even if this isn't for me or what I believe in, you know? And I think now it's like, it's two different parts of your brain to like do what you really want to do and try to get better at it and push yourself every day and to promote yourself and put it on the internet and tell people about how good you are. It's like jazz musicians and great musicians and all these people, sometimes they didn't get it till they were way older. They didn't get it till they were in their thirties. You know what I mean? All they did was play. They didn't go on the internet and say every day, look at what I'm doing. Look at how I'm doing. It's like kids. Now you see all this stuff and you grow up with all this shit. And the idea of working at Eddie Bauer is not it because social media tells you that ain't good enough. That's your lame. So you go do a, your artist career with whatever the fad is. And then yeah. at 26, when you know who you really are and what you want to do, finally, you got a career full of like doing songs that sound like yeet and whatever the trend is at that time or whatever. And then you're like, fuck, I can't take this shit back. How do I get someone to take me seriously? How do I get to that? Grammy level, gallery level, whatever your goal is, when everybody knows me for meme shit, TikTok shit, funny shit, da 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 da. And like, it's tough. It's, it's tough to like change perspective. You know, we've seen few artists do that or be able to do that. Kenny, are you in a relationship? I am currently. You are? Yes. How long have you been with your with your person? Over a year. 
little weird. We've been friends for like seven, eight years, though. Oh, okay. Known one, each other a long one time. One of those. She knew everything she hated about before she like dated oh, me, you know? So this is like a real thing. Pretty healthy, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're 32, everything's you guys, serious. Everything, weeks, I know, you know. I know. You go on vacation? You guys... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't have like one work thing and then a couple of vacations. How, how, were you single for a while before you started dating her? Yeah. Yeah. Because, the see, the experience that I'm having is like there's a meme that says first base is sex. Second base is something else. and No, so, so here's what it is. First base is sex. Second base is hanging out and not having sex. And third base is going outside with the person. That's real as fuck. That is so fucking real. <laughs> and like that's not, <laughs> that's not the era I grew up in. The era I grew up in, it was like completely flipped. It was like, let's go on a date. Maybe we fuck, maybe we don't. But yeah, it was like, yeah. And like, I also am like a person who is like, well, still not fucking now is the best way to move because that is the shit now where it's like if you don't have sex the first couple times you hang with someone and it's starting to be like obvious that it's like you're into each other that is prowess now that's like they're like oh he's got different kind of you know yeah. what i mean like I, i'm always like i never fucking the first day ever i mean it depends where your head's at if you just if you recently just got you know yeah um, if you were recently eviscerated uh <laughs> emotionally <laughs> And and you're wandering around like a stuck pig mixed with a zombie, not knowing what to Full do. Full yerba. <laughs> Full of yerba. Yeah. You might just be, you know, out there just uh, being emotionally unavailable and shit. You that's, know? that's true. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. But hypothetically, you know what I mean? That's a bridge to another place. Yeah, that's of course. A, that's a of moat course. to the castle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's like that only that only gets that gets boring quick. And so 100%. Whenever, 100% whenever boring. whenever you're 30 minutes into the the drink the dinner the coffee the whatever and you're like wait you're sick that's when you're like i'm not fucking yeah it's smart like, yeah i'm not, I'm not. <laughs> don't fuck the sickos yeah no, yeah no 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 sick like you're cool oh you're cool like oh, you're yeah, amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. like let's like, put this oh, on ice like you're talking to someone you're like wait i actually like you for other reasons besides being attracted to you or this and that it's like this could actually be a thing i'm not fucking right i've been that. able to move through that and sleep with someone and then also like and i couldn't do this when i was younger i can mm. sleep with someone and then be like, I'm, and then start to like them after. You should never be. If I fuck someone right away, I was like, I can't, I can't deal with you. Yeah. But now I could sleep with someone and be like, and get to know them after, and be like, this person's really cool. And I've met some really cool people. But the problem is like, when it's it comes, backwards, 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 it's super backwards. backwards. It's fucked up. But then also the problem is like, I'm like, I'm like, there's like a, there's like a fucking, there's a part of me that's just like a, there's like an obelisk in my head that I can't get around. You know, mm-hmm. like I, there's just a part of me that's so fucked up right now still, and I'm like, I'm not in a place. My know? success rate. In the later years of my life, has been like it's usually somebody you already know, yeah. Where you've already like crossed the thing of like, oh, they're attractive, but like they date this person I kind of know, or like, oh, they're someone who's just a friend, or they're someone who like I never seen them that way or whatever. But like, that's where for me, it's someone I've known for a year, and when I first met them, it wasn't like, oh, I'm down. Oh, tell them I'm down. Oh, I'm trying to take them out. Yeah. We just were cool, or I knew you through somebody else, or I vaguely knew you. Yeah. For a while though. Yeah. And then a thing happens. They kind of already know like who you dated, who you're around, who, yeah. you're, who your real homies are, what's up with like your posting and your general work shit and da, 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 you know what I mean? Whatever you show to the internet. Anyway. They can see through all that shit. They already know enough to kind of like have an educated guest going in. And you guys aren't doing this thing of like, wait, I'm super down for you. This is great. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it just slowly, yeah. like the more you learn, you're kind of like, I'm out. Like, yeah. you, you know, when you know more going in, it's always better. So like, this the person i'm dating right now the current relationship is like we've known each other for like seven years so it's not like there's any like oh i haven't like had a lot of girlfriends oh i haven't did it it's like you she knows everything 
You know what I mean? She knows like my managers and my best friends and like all. So it's also like not this thing of introducing her. Right. And it's just a different thing. So right. sometimes like I don't know. My per my advice is always that it's like to, I tell to everybody. It might be someone you already know. And you're just not thinking about it that way. You know what I mean? It might be. Hmm, I'm, I'm thinking, who is it? Yeah, but yeah, it's, that's what it's not obvious. Though. It's not obvious, but right. it's like it might be something you already know. Things change. People they go in a different direction. You're in a direction right now where it's like you've been meeting people with your girl for how many years? You know what I mean? So it's like it was never a thing, and like you might have a completely different like handshake, hug, first conversation, first thing with people. Whenever they're in a different place, you're in a different place. Like you know that thing, even whenever you see someone from high school, and it's like who wasn't attractive or who you weren't attracted to, you never thought about in any kind of way. And you see someone like six years after high school and you're like, Oh wait, like you're sick. It's like, it took them growing up and growing up. Timing is like, I'm saying you hear all this shit your whole life. You know, fucking so many people. You're like me though. It's like, you already know so many people that it's like, yeah, this going out and meeting new people and this and that, that's fun. And that's part of it. But, but I think like, Sometimes that timing shit is interesting. Timing is a motherfucker. Whenever you know a thousand people, timing is you know so. What I mean? Timing is so ruthless and deadly. Like, t- <laughs> listen, timing. Like my relationship broke up because of timing. There's no, there's no love lost at all. Like yeah. between both of us, all it's just like, all it's just like she's at a wrong time to do what I need to do in my, you know. And she's, yeah. and I'm like, and I'm looking at the thing where I'm like, the only thing wrong is timing. Like, how do I? And I can't fuck with timing. Yeah. And like timing is everything. Like timing contributes to every like it is crazy how much that shit is is like a like you can't force things. You can't be in the place you need to be until you're there. And it, things don't line up until they want to. Like the world has its plans and I have my plans. And good shit and bad shit never happens when you want it to. Fuck no. I, e- dude, either one. What is it? Who said that? God make plans and God laughs? Like fucking is that a uh, meme or that's a good quote? That's like a great quote. Someone said that. It's like John Lennon or Socrates. Or Stalingrad. Oh, okay. I don't know. Stalingrad. Stalin? I mean, <laughs> the Yerba. I meant Stalin. <laughs> I meant to say Stalin and I said Stalingrad. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Listen, make plans, God laughs. That's all I got to say. You try it, you make it. I had all these plans this year, all these things I was going to do. Completely, one million percent, like, just like God takes a little mini fucking nuke and just a grenade just drops yeah, in my Yeah, but lap. have you ever, like, have you ever had something that? You wanted to happen to you at a certain year, and then it ended up happening later, and you're like, thank God I'm doing this with this brain and not that brain. Yes, 1 million percent. A, thank God, and also B, sometimes you're like, by the time you get that thing you cut and wanted the whole time, you're yeah. like, I don't even want it. Or or it's like, for me, my, my biggest thing with even something like this room or like my career, my life is, I only thought to a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I only ever. Oh yeah, you can't see. I only ever thought of like I want to have like songs with the biggest rappers. I want to yeah. buy my parents a house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have unlimited weed. Like yeah. these are my goals at like eighteen years old. Yeah, yeah. And then when you get there, you're kind of like, shit. I need like a new plan. Yeah. You know what plan. I mean? Yeah, it's you like need new goals. When I was when I was sixteen, my dream life was gonna be. This is what I told people. I'm gonna have my own place. I'm gonna have one room full of beanbag chairs. So sick. And I'm gonna have an orange bang machine. So sick. <laughs> that was my dream. That was as big as my little goldfish brain could dream. Like, I wanted like a uh, Hawaiian punch water fountain, like Mr. Deeds. Yes. So sick. Yeah. Can't be that want. hard to do that. What do you mean? I could do that tomorrow. I could. I could literally have that happen tomorrow. In in four hours, I think I could pull How that together. How gross would that be, though? The thing is probably all sticky all the time. Like yes. logistically, there's no way. <laughs> no, that there's works. no way that's gonna work. Guys, guys, listen. I don't want to say. I don't want to say this. We're in a man's studio, okay? And yes, it's in deep northeast Pacoima. Doesn't matter. The thing is this. He put all this together out of nothing, right? 
He just like he just like was a kid one day. He got a fucking NPC. He got he he heard of uh, Hank Shockley somehow randomly. All of this he is started, true except Hank Shockley. Keep going, keep going. He started like you know he fucking he heard like uh, Kid Rock's Yodeling in the Valley track. You know what I mean? You ever see that Kid Rock album where he has a giant flat top before? Are you before saying that that influenced me or I just heard it? You just heard it. Oh uh, yeah, true. <laughs> I'm just saying facts. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying facts. He liked graffiti. He had a Pinterest, not a Pinterest. He had a fucking uh, what do they call this thing? Uh, Flickr. He had a Flickr account <laughs> with graffiti, and he's like, you know what, you know what, man, I'm, I, I have a, I have a predilection for just like being musical. I just tapping out beats. I love fucking rap music. Timing is everything. I love rappers. Everything. I love Balenciaga backpacks and this fucking jogger pants. This episode's called "Timing Is Everything." Timing is everything. And let, let me, t- and this is all leading to like, here he is now, a man who is living a life and making a living doing his art, which is a very rarefied air to breathe. Now, that leads me to the Patreon. Don't you want us to live in that air? Don't you want us to breathe that same rarefied fucking air? Can I fucking live a little bit? (laughs) Can I fucking please? Can we please just like, can we ease the suffering of my dying dog just a touch? Get her a goddamn pair of wheels for the back. Her back of her legs don't work. I put her on the ground, and the back legs are like baby fawn legs, and they wobble, and she sits on the ground. She's a sweet, tender, beautiful creature. She loves me. She follows me around, but goddamn it. Give me some fucking money so I can give her a little wheelchair and hook that up to a remote control car and drive her around the fucking house. It's $5 a month. You spend $5 a month on absolutely nothing. $5 in this day and age is literally the equivalent to a penny in the 90s. It's five fucking dollars. Like, who cannot? What kind of fucking bum? You, ha- all right, you had them before inflation. You already had it before inflation. We got it. Join the Patreon, please. Join the Patreon. It's five bucks a month. Please. You have, I'm going to say this, too. I'm going to say this, too. For those people that are joining the Patreon and getting grandfathered in, you have no idea what's about to happen with this podcast. You don't have no, I don't even know. That's how crazy it is. I'm about to give away production secrets that I don't even know yet. Yeah, he doesn't even know. We're going to, some shit's going to go down. I'm just going to say that. Shit's going to go down right now. We're going to do the studio visit. If you don't have the five, we're gonna really go around the studio. I might drop a hot sixteen. You might, I might fucking go platinum in minutes. Who knows? Nobody knows. Keyword might. Time, timing. Timing is everything. 